0: Joining us in the studio, a good friend of mine. Always great to have him here. And I got to tell you, he's been on this show in more roles than any person I know. <laughs> One time I'm
1: going to have to come on as me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One time
0: I'm going to have to go out with you sometime as Just me. You.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who am I? <laughs> uh, who are you,
0: Dean Holland? Uh, Dean Holland joins us, of course. Uh, everybody's favorite uh, uh, singer, actor, musician, uh, MC. You
1: know why I love coming here? Because... <laughs> Cause I don't get any of that at home. You
0: sure? I'm sure the kids do. Hey, my kids Dad. roll their
1: eyes. They go, oh.
0: <laughs> "Come on, award-winning MC Make me my toes." <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, Dad. We're, we're the eggs, Dad. Yeah, that's actually that's what I did just before I got here that's too. Good for I went you. out for a run this morning. Then I went back and helped make breakfast yeah. and kids' lunches and he, all that. You interrupted
0: stuff. me. In that long list of uh, the <laughs> biggest one was the uh, father of a of a giant family.
1: Well, four, four. Well, that's giant. So my old, you know, Ainsley's getting ready to go to university yeah, next year. Oh so my craziness. Yeah, she was like. Not quite two when we She's moved. She's a here. smart cookie, too. So she uh, she yeah. is. She is.
0: Well, Dean, you have yet another role uh in your long lexicon of, of amazing achievements. Uh the Mars Street Center, one of my favorite venues. This is a mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful place. Really
1: is lovely. It's it's um it's lovely because it's it's there's a quaintness about it. I mean it does have a little stage at the end and it's a, it's a hall mm-hmm. as opposed to a uh, a, a traditional theater, theater with your graded seats right. sort of thing. Um, but you can do a lot with it and I've played, I've had the pl- pleasure of playing there mm-hmm. a few times over the last few years now um, and it's, it's just, it really is lovely. And
0: you've taken over the role of artistic
1: director? I have recently, yeah. They hired me, uh, it was something we talked about for about a year and uh, started February 1st as artistic director there and uh, so there, lots of new programming sort of coming down the pipeline and I'm there to do uh, camps. I've got a couple of summer camps mm-hmm. coming up and... And uh, some other programs that are on the verge of being announced now as well. And then doing some planning into the fall and next year as well. So uh,
0: That uh, doesn't preclude you, though, from still being a performer in your own right. Uh, and you have an amazing show. Uh, uh, you do so many amazing shows. And you do a, a great job of not only entertaining but educating us on some of the great composers, performers uh, of the, the American Songbook era. Uh, you
1: know, that's become my specialty over the last... Mm twenty five years has been the Great American Songbook, so my specialty as I identify it has been sort of explaining and mapping out in various ways the the work of those artists those writers from the Great American Songbook, which include Cole Porter and George mm-hmm. Gershwin and harold arlen and 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 like you know the great art Burt
0: Bacharach
1: uh, Burt Bacharach is a little beyond the Great American he's yeah. like the he's the era after right he's, to me he's and the whole so, <laughs> so he's the and he's like that next fabulous yeah. you know era and actually where the Great American Songbook started structurally is in about 1920 because right. prior to that for 150 years the music that dominated the US and in Canada but the US being older of course was operetta and yes. opera because all of those people that made up the they came from Europe, Europe. so as we would do if we were forced to leave here, and we went to another country, we would take our culture with us, and we would we would reestablish it elsewhere. So that was the dominant music. And the vast majority of that music, and this is what I point out to everybody who listens to music or who is involved mm-hmm. in music, is that the vast, vast majority of that music up until 1920 was written in 3, 4, or waltz time. Yes. That's what everybody was listening to.
0: And with those so very it, high falsetto operatic voices. Yeah.
1: And then... And they were long songs. Yes. Then around 1920, it was Jerome Kern, who was one of the first guys who introduced syncopation for four time. That's huge because Mm. that's the vast majority of what we listen to on an everyday basis is four-four time, which we take for granted because it's always been there as long as we've been born. around, yeah. Right? But somebody started it. Almost 100 years ago. So the vast majority of my shows, in short, are about composers and, and the writers of that era. But mm. this show that I'm doing Friday, this is the only show in my entire repertoire, repertoire that I've written
0: about a singer. But a singer and musician mm-hmm. that uh, also changed the landmark of popular music. Uh,
1: he did, yeah. Um, and he he really, his, his tenure kind of died out. With the beginning of rock and roll, mm-hmm. in uh, I mean more or less, you know, 1955-60, yep. his his sales really went down after that, and he tried a few different things, and with some success, yep. things like the Ramblin' Rose album and uh, uh, Lazy, Hazy, Crazy Days of Summer.
0: He did have some you know, hits post. He did for
1: sure. Yeah. Um, We're talking, of course, of Nat King Nat King Cole. Cole sorry, yeah. Uh, and uh, Nat, but his big era, of course, was you know the the 40s and the 50s, mm-hmm. where 30s, you know, late 30s, early 40s and 50s was his era. And in fact, he was he was referred to as the house, or uh, the Capitol Records was referred to as the house that Nat built. Yes, because he was one of the very earliest. Recording artist signed. He was discovered by Johnny Mercer, mm-hmm. one of the l- greatest lyricists Lyricist of the Lyricist, Great American Songbook, who was one of the people who started Capitol Records. And that that round building that is supposed to look like a stack of records, ah. he paid for the majo- He paid for the majority of that building <laughs> through his, <laughs> his sales. Royalties. He was so huge at that time in the beginning with some of those early songs like, uh, you know, Straighten Up and Fly Right, mm-hmm. Route sixty six, you know, Paper Moon. Those songs helped pay for that building.
0: As a singer, performer, I've heard that singing Knackin' Hole, it can be quite daunting because he had a, almost an equal footing in pop music and jazz. And so jazz yep. singers find it difficult to sing the pop and the pop singers find it oh, see, and, to sing. And I best.
1: find it such a joy and such an easy thing for me to sing because I... You know, I started listening to his music 20-odd years ago. Right. And, um, and our ranges are, are mm. so identical. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I'm a baritone bass and he was a, a baritone bass kind of guy, it is a lovely body of work for me to sing. And so it's just a joy and a half for me to get down to sit and sing. And the hardest thing about this show, honestly, was trying to select out of a 1,000 songs, songs, which 24 do you do, right? Because they're all
0: pretty amazing. There's, and, and there's a lot of great. And there's a lot that are very popular. So yes. you don't want to miss that. Person's favorite Nat King goals
1: song. No, and I, and I like. I mean, I like to work in chronological order, yep. so I put the songs basic for the most part in the chronological order because it it weaves with the story. When you're telling the story, it makes it easier than if you're telling a story bouncing back and forth in times. So I I put them that way. And so you also wanted to pick songs that were. Um, you know, equal sort of throughout the the years as well.
0: It's important you mention it, it's a story because it's more than just a concert when Dean Holland takes the stage. It, you do tell the story.
1: I do. It's something I fell in love with years ago. I I, I think I was driven from the very first show that I put together, mm-hmm. which was on Jerome Kern, and I felt driven uh, to explain to people where the music came from because mm-hmm. I think by and large we take it for granted. We know we know the songs. But we don't, uh, we don't accredit them to who created them. And mm-hmm. I think that if you wrote a great song or I wrote a great song, we would want the world to know that we'd written it. And so often, even on Google. I want the
0: Goog- world to know when I write a mediocre yeah, song.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and one of the biggest, I, I, I almost want to refer to it as a crime, is that if you look up a song mm-hmm. on Google, Google these days, you, you know, and it says, you know, it says, Night and Day, a song by Tony Bennett. Yeah. And I go, it's not a song by Tony Bennett. It's a song performed, performed by, by Tony yeah, Bennett yeah, yeah. and 1,700 other people, but it's a song by Cole Porter. Mm. But it's not written that way. So it's very misleading. And uh, I think the people who don't understand, but, oh, yeah, it's a Tony Bennett song, or that's an Atkin Cole song. And I mean, in the the body of work... I don't know if you saw what I brought. You I brought have a stack
0: of records. I brought a
1: stack of Nat King Cole John records. John Sandem's
0: looking at me, going, "What are these? Yeah,
1: these are these are big black CDs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, see, it's a big black CD. <laughs> I, I thought, you know what? You can always, if you don't have a Nat King Cole song, you can always throw, <laughs> it, on throw the, it on the radio. throw it on the disc. <laughs> now, this is a special one. All right, and you know why this is a special it's one?
0: Nat King Cole's greatest hits. Yeah, just the investment that you made on this, though, uh, a cent.
1: But <laughs> the plastic, it's been unopened,
0: unopened. So. That's the I, best one, Penny, you ever seen? I can't spent.
1: open. I found You're I have a couple them. in my. Yeah. I have about five, six hundred, seven hundred albums at home of Great American Songbook mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff. And I have about three that have never been opened. And I can't bring myself to open Don't them. Don't do it. I can't do it. So it just sort of sits on the shelf. And I thought, I know I've got all of these songs on other albums. Sure. And it's just a compilation. But, I mean, the fact that it, I was going to put it on this morning. See, the and the reason you don't
0: have to open these is because you're going to be performing these for everyone to hear. And it's going to be happening at the Mars Street Center. Yes. And, and when is this gonna going to be going down?
1: This is uh, this Friday, the oh, 29th. Wow. Okay. Uh, and I really wanted... I, I spoke to Tony, uh, Tony Bauer, who runs this Thornbury mm-hmm. Jazz Works series. I spoke to Tony uh, uh, about a year or so ago, and I said, you know... 2019 is the 100th, marks the 100th yes. birthday of Nat King Cole, February which was 14th. on it, February, or, uh, March 17th. March, 17th. March Sorry. 17th. He died on February 15th That's what it was. of 65. Right. Um, he was only 45 years old when that mm. man died. Mm. I mean, it's, it's crazy when you consider the body of work. And, of work he's and also it's worth noting that he is, he is in hindsight been regarded as probably one of the top 10 jazz pianists of, of the 20th century. People forget how incredible he was. Incredible so musician, good.
0: Which brings me to the question, yeah. uh, Who's going to be performing with you?
1: Well, I've got, I've got three musicians, um, and I've got, and two of them are actually fairly new to me. <laughs> I didn't, didn't bring my, I'm trying to remember the names. Um, because a friend of mine in, in Toronto, Jacqueline yeah. Sadler, who's played with me, yes. I called on Jacqueline and I said, could you please put a trio, a trio together for me? Um, so she's put together a trio and, uh, she's got a couple of guys, one, uh, Peter who hails from the UK mm-hmm. and, uh. And uh, has played bunches of shows and for Juno award-winning people. And then uh, she's got another fellow who is uh, Canadian-born. And uh, he graduated from Humber. And I've worked with a lot of artists from Humber. Um, And Jacqueline has always played piano for me. Right. Um, But we met years ago when I was running the Gaty Theater. And she had come along. And I remember she's played other instruments as well. So she's actually playing upright bass for me. Wow! And Peter's playing piano. Wow! And then I've got uh, and then I've got David who's playing, uh, David Chown who's playing uh, rhythm guitar, and that is the original lineup the trio. of the Nat King Cole Trio was uh, was uh, those three instruments, mm-hmm. and so I've, that's why I designed the show in this way years ago. I I've been doing the show on and off for about a decade. How much are tickets? Uh, tickets? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, tickets are twenty five dollars. Okay, and uh, they are such a the, the Thornbury Jazz Works is such a great great supporter of youth yes. and of students. Part so of whole
0: commitment to doing these series and bringing it in is to educate to people, but especially youth. Is youth,
1: youth. yeah. Uh, tickets $25, $5 for students. All right. If so he, that's, I mean, if you're a student, yep. they just they just want you to be there, and they Enjoy give it. all of their profit money back to uh, student musical programs, programs, buying instruments, supporting programs. So five bucks at the door. It's this Friday.
0: People want to support these programs. Come and see a fantastic show. Where do they get tickets? Where do they get more information? Uh,
1: you can you get in touch with the Marsh Street Center, um, or you can call. Um, let me see here. They've got. I think that's the easiest way, Marsh Street Center. You can get your tickets in town here, though they sell them at the. Um, let me see the Thornbury Farm. Farmersave has them, and uh, yeah, the, the best the best route I think is to call the uh, the Marsh Street Marsh Center. Center. They'll be able to direct you. Or yeah,
0: Dean Holland, thank you so much for joining us. Looking forward to Nat King Cole show. All the best at the Marsh Street Center. Great to have you here.
1: Thank you so much for having me.